Welcome to Speak On It with Who You With, Kurt Doug. I'm M. Who You With, Kurt Doug. We finally made it on tonight. Man, this has been a hell of a day trying to get this computer update. Been doing it since 520. I'm just not getting on. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Um, but tonight, we're going to talk about a couple of things that um, we're not going to be on here long because 5 o'clock come early. So, um but we are going to talk about a couple of things tonight, uh, dealing with some local stuff and also some national stuff. Um, Larari Foreman, 16-year-old that was shot and killed Sunday here in the Metroplex. We're going to hit on that story a little bit. And then also um, uh, Jennifer Bajin, uh, that's the attorney that represented Bill Cosby. Um, we're going to talk about her a little bit. And today, Cal Rittenhouse trial have started. So we're going to hit on that also. Um, so you can live chat with us in the chat room. Want to welcome everyone on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, D Live is always in the house. And also, we're doing our recording for anchor.fm. You can, um, uh, Subscribe to the channel. We will have separate shows besides the ones that we do on this one. And also the results for um, for the election that happened today is uh, the numbers are starting to come in. And I haven't been able to keep up with it right now. But, uh, but they are starting to come in. Hopefully you did get out and vote. Let your voice be heard. And also... Um, um, it was something else I was going to say, but I lost the train of thought. But, um, yeah, so we're going to hit on that. Oh, I know what it was. I did speak with uh, one of the counselors today. We're trying to get a date together for uh, for next month. So uh, trying to get a date together for next month. And I've been tired of doing a lot of stuff, so I'm going to talk with that counselor uh, before then, and see if we could get them both to come in, um, do one this month and one next month to talk about malicious parents syndromes. So um, hopefully we can arrange that. But we do have one confirmed for next month. They're going to let me know exactly the date for sure. Um, but definitely stay tuned to that, and I will give you the date as soon as I get it. Um, so... This young lady out of Dallas, a 16-year-old teenager, uh, was killed uh, Sunday night. Uh, she was riding in a car with a couple of young females, her, her family members, uh, who also were teenagers. And apparently they got into an argument with some guys in a car at a service station about something. We don't know if they knew the if they knew them or not, but one of either one of all the guys decided to shoot inside the car. Unfortunately, this young lady lost her life. If you was in that area, it happened at the Fox um, service station over in Pleasant Grove, um, 180 Murdoch Road. And um, if you was in that area on Sunday night, and seen anything, uh, please uh, notify the Dallas police, give them that information uh, for they can 
catch these uh, suspects. Now, there was a a off-duty Dallas police officer that was just so happened to be at the station, and he witnessed it, and he did pursue them, and they shot at him. Luckily, he wasn't hit, and uh, ended up shooting at one of his tires, and he had to stop pursuing them. But uh, from what Dallas police is saying, this is uh, three different crime scenes. The service station, uh, the where the officer car was shot, and then also um, once the shots rang out, they actually, uh, the young lady, the victims, had um, went to a different service station and got help there. So it's three different crime scenes on that. So if you know anything, uh, definitely um, uh, say something. I believe they said the the suspect was driving a a gray Honda Sonata, uh, older model. So if you know something or know someone who's driving that type of vehicle, uh, please um, uh uh, contact Dallas police and and help them to catch them. This young lady lost her life and um, sad situation. That's why we say all the time, everybody don't need guns because everybody mentally cannot handle a situation like that. And it's no justification of shooting someone especially if they are unarmed. Um, so just because you get upset at someone does not mean that you had a right to uh, take a life just because you get into an argument, um, which it doesn't make sense to me. And you have to have the right mindset to be able to carry a firearm. And unfortunately, we don't know much about the suspect. If they're older, if they're teenagers, we don't know. But hopefully they catch him soon, get him off the street. Um, then also, we're going to talk about uh, R. Kelly. Yeah, he's back in the news. Uh, well, if we know we know that um, Bill Cosby, when he when R. Kelly was found guilty, um, Bill Cosby said he felt like R. Kelly was railroaded. So uh, what R. Kelly had done is um, hoping to avoid a lengthy prison term, hires Bill Cosby lawyer to appeal his conviction. Uh, the disgraced singer is facing 10 years to life in prison, but is now getting help from someone experienced in a similar legal area. Um, in battle R&B singer R. Kelly, who was convicted on charges of sex trafficking, racketeering last month, is trying to fight his way out of prison, and he has reportedly getting help from the lawyer who helped to free comedian Bill Cosby. According to the Chicago Tribune, Kelly legal team hired Jennifer Bolgen, uh, who appeared on Cosby's sex abuse case results in the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, <laughs> vacating his conviction. 
she reportedly appeared in the U.S. District Court in Brooklyn on October the 29th to register and will push for a new trial. Um, Kelly, 54, is suspected to be sentenced on May 4th, uh, 2022, after Brooklyn, New York. Jury found him guilty in September of eight counts of violating the, the man at in an anti-sex trafficking statute and one count of racketeering he is facing 10 years to life in prison. But Bojean told the Tribune that she is becoming increasingly concerned with how the government is abusing the RICO statue, statue in order to plead around the statute of limitation and essentially put people's entire lives on trial and become a formula for the government. You have a right to defend yourself against specific allegation. Cosby 83 was set free after Pennsylvania Supreme Court vacated his conviction after finding that it non uh, uh, prosecution agreement had been made with a previous prosecutor on the case, which should have prevented him from ever being charged in the first place. The comedian has served more than two years of the three to 10 year sentence in Philadelphia area state prison. Uh, post-trial motion were due November the 1st, but Bulgin has asked for a two-month extension U.S. District Court Judge, judge and Donnelly would decide whether or not to approve the extension. In Chicago, R. Kelly is also facing 13 criminal counts, including child pornography, incitement of a minor, and obstruction of justice. The trial is scheduled for August 22nd. I mean, August 2022. So, um, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, there's a lot of court cases going on. Uh, coming up in the near future. Um, of course, we have um, R. Kelly uh, case last month and um, some uh, Jesse uh, some uh, trial is coming up uh, here pretty soon. Even um, um, what's his name? Show me the money. Uh, his trial is coming up. Um pretty soon. Welcome to the show. T-Cal is in the house. So, hey, Kirk Dell made it home in the storm and all the way I was checking to make sure uh, I, yeah, I didn't miss you. So I'm glad I can post up at, post up and watch it. Uh, hey, I appreciate it. We had some issues tonight. I've been struggling since 523, trying to get my computer updated and it kept for about an hour, it said three minutes left. That's why I put the first alert at it, 8.15. I'm like, all right, I give it a little time. Shoot. 8.15, it decided to restart, and it just came up about 10 minutes before I came on. So <laughs> that's the type of night it been so far. Um, but... um. Uh, so that's that's uh, what's going on with our Kelly. Um, yeah, I'm on now, but I I don't know how long I'm gonna be on tonight because five come early in the morning. If you're just not tuning in, you are listening to speak on it with who you with Kurt Dog. I'm who you with Kurt Dog. 
we're going to hit on this uh, Cal Rittenhouse um, trial because it started so far, and so far three um, uh, witnesses have testified. Um, the first three witnesses have testified and for the prosecution, but that's going to be an interesting case because the judge said they cannot identify the the uh the victims as victims and he want them to be known as um uh, rooters and I'm like it that that don't make no sense if they was murdered and they was unarmed they was murdered so they are victims so that kind of tell you where this judge is trying to go with this trial which um I don't know much about that judge, but I would assume because Trump spoke out about it, he may be a Trump supporter. I don't know for sure. But the thing is, what people got to realize, these people in these positions, what they need to realize, they need to treat every case and try them fairly across the board. It shouldn't matter who you are, the color of your skin. Uh, treat all of them according to the crime. That's just like on Thursday, we talked about it last night. Uh, Jennifer Ryan will be sentenced. Now, she said back in March she wasn't going to get sentenced because uh, she had blonde hair and white skin. And she's not going to jail. Now, they're going to see what happened on Thursday morning at 10 a.m. if this judge is going to sentence her to jail or not. And uh, George Smarts, um, that kind of found out he wasn't even at the Capitol Hill. He just did it online. They sentenced him to 14 months. <laughs> like I say all the time, it's a difference between black laws and white laws. Um, so we're going to pay attention to that, but when, with this Cal Rittenhouse, um, um, the prosecutor first three witnesses testified Tuesday afternoon in what is likely the biggest trial in Kenosha County history. Um, Cal Rittenhouse now 18 formerly of Anarcha, Illinois has been charged with six felonies and one misdemeanor. He has pled not guilty by self-defense. In the August 2020 shooting of three men as protests ensued after the police shooting of Jacob Blake, two of those victims died. Rittenhouse friend, Rittenhouse friend Dominique Black was the state first witness. Uh, he testified he bought the AR-15 rifle Rittenhouse used in the shooting. Black said he and Rittenhouse were part of an armed militias on August 25th that worked to defend car dealership in Kenosha. Um, See, it's already controversy in this. They was part of an armed militias group, but Cal Rittenhouse from the beginning said they was called to be there. See, you got to read between the line and and look at everything. They stories already not adding up. 
they was part of an armed malicious group that went there. And as I get on down to the further of the story, it's going to change a little bit again. Um, Said so first, they cleaned up graffiti. Uh, Black described Rittenhouse as like a brother to him after Black dated Rittenhouse's sister. He said the two and other friends did target practice on Black's family property in Ladysmith, Wisconsin. Uh, Black testified he and Rittenhouse agreed to keep the gun locked up at his stepfather home in Kenosha. After, at the direction of prosecutor, Detective Dome blew plastic gloves and pulled rifles and rifle parts from a long white evidence box behind the prosecutor table. Excuse me. One detective held it up for blacks, for black and for jury juries a few feet away to get him a better look. Black said his stepfather unlocked the gun safe the night of the protest to use them for protection. Uh, Rittenhouse stayed at Black's home the night before the shooting. Black testified. Black told the court Rittenhouse called him after he shot Joseph Rosenblum. He wasn't with Rittenhouse at the time. I didn't believe the gunshot were him. He said... I shot somebody. Uh, I shot somebody. He testified. After the other two victims were shot, Black said he met Rittenhouse and drove him to um, Anaconda. He said Rittenhouse seemed scared, but he had to shoot the victim in self-defense. Black told the jury Rittenhouse... um, uh, never mentioned anyone attacked him with a weapon. He said Rittenhouse's mother talked about Rittenhouse fleeing to Michigan, but he got Rittenhouse to turn himself in into police. After shooting, after the shooting, Rittenhouse and his mother walked into an uh, police department. As Black testified, Rittenhouse listened intently, occasionally jotting down notes that Black spoke and then leaning over to whisper something to an attorney. Black appeared ill at ease at time, testifying for prosecutor against his friend. He occasionally darted his eyes and appeared discomfort at Rittenhouse across the room. Defense attorney Mark Richard asked Black if he hoped by testifying for the prosecutor they might not recommend prison time for the two felonies with which he charged for buying Rittenhouse the gun. Black said yes, but he also testified no promise had been made to him in return for his testimony. Uh, Richardson um, pressed Black on the moment when Rittenhouse walked out of his stepfather's home with the AR-15, and Black didn't say anything or stop him. As he cross-examined Black, Richards walked behind prosecutor bent down and pulled up the rifle entered into evidence by the state earlier. Jury looked increasingly fatigued as testimony ran into the late afternoon, some starting to shift in their chairs, yawning and rubbing their eyes. So um, uh, it's a lot more to it. But basically, it, the story is kind of fishy altogether because Rittenhouse claimed the whole time 
um, he he ended up. Um, it originally came out that he stole the gun, which it was in the um, in the safe. But also, we didn't hear anything about they did target practice with the gun. And Richards is is facing um, Black is facing um, two felony charges: one for buying a a weapon for a minor, and yeah, and I guess the other charge may be giving a minor access to it or something. I'm not quite sure what the other charge is. Um, so it's going to be pretty, uh, pretty interesting in this trial as it goes on. It's going to be more evidence to come out. And not only that, um, in one story, the lawyer... Uh, the defense lawyer um, in the opening statement repeated the N-word, uh, basically repeating what one of the victims um, said in a video. And the lawyer felt comfortable repeating all that in court. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to, I guess the trial is supposed to last for a couple of weeks. So we'll be uh, tuning in on that. Welcome to the show, Gabe. Um, uh, thank you for always tuning in. Um, and thank you for uh, uh, supporting the show. Uh, what do you think about Colin Kep's documentary? Uh, unfortunately, I haven't had the chance to see it yet. And um, but I've heard some people talk about it, and they actually say it's pretty damn good. So, um, so I'm gonna try to see it this weekend. Don't know for sure. Been real busy, but uh, it's definitely um, uh, uh, from what I hear, um. Uh, it's definitely a good thing to watch. So, comparing the NFL, the NFL combined to slave option. Well, basically, what happened when you go to the combine, you're going to go up there, you're going to perform, show your skills, and then you turn around, the highest bidder gonna gonna going to get you on a team. And back during slavery, from what documented documents have showed us, is um, they will have um, slaves, some slaves fighting against each other, and the winner is the one that will go to a new. They will fight to the death, and the winner will go to a. a they will be sold to someone because they show so much strength. Um, and able to um, do a lot of things. So that's, um, yeah, I can see the comparison to it. So um, to Cal say, we sure will. Uh, can we watch the, can we watch the clip? Uh, which clip are you talking about? Um, not sure what you're talking about. Uh, 
that guy's absolutely clown. Don't know what he's doing. Um, I didn't know he had one. I bet it's, it is good. I've heard a lot of reviews about it, and they say it's pretty good. Uh, it made me giggle. Guy got hurt and busted in the NFL and became a social justice warrior. Where you got to realize that wasn't his choice. It, because you gotta you gotta know the whole story behind the scene. Because some people, what the media portray is Callan Kaepernick. He basically took a knee to disrespect the flag. That's not the reason why he took a knee. Um, there was actually a veteran that that suggested that he took a knee, and people would pay more attention to him. And that's what he did. A veteran, a a vet told him this. And that's what he did. And then he came and um, the people started paying attention that he was kneeling. And then they automatically assumed it was about the flag. No, no matter how many times he said it had nothing to do with the flag, it's about the unjust killing uh, black and brown people by the police and nobody is getting upset or doing anything about it. So that's where that comes from. Now, uh, so as for him being a, um, a justice warrior, well, guess what? They blackballed him and he never, once he finished that season, he never played again in the NFL. Never played another season. And to be honest with you, if he wanted to come back right now, I think he'll do a hell of a lot better than most of the quarterbacks that are playing. And he's been out of the NFL for a while. And I think he'll come back and take a team to the Super Bowl. But because of the Jerry Jones of the NFL, they don't want they don't want to lie him back in there. So he had to stand up for what was right, and that's what he did. He didn't stand up just for himself, but he also stood up for uh, people around America that have to deal with the injustice police of policemen, and that was a good thing for him to do. Um, you do realize that the NFL players get paid millions of dollars. Yeah, I realized that, but still. It's like a slave mentality. When you have owners like Jerry Jones that don't want to accept change, that's the issue. Stuck in his old ways. Shouldn't matter. Yeah, they getting paid to do a job. But at the same time, they are a human being first because these police killing, regardless of who they are, they can actually still be killed by the police just because the color of their skin. So the owners should look at their investment also into the players, be like, hey, we don't want this to happen. But instead, Jerry Jones, he kept that going, saying, well, any players that kneel for the Cowboys won't be a Cowboy. Uh, one player raised his fist. The following week, he was cut. 
It was the following day, actually. He was cut. So that's why I was born a Cowboy fan. But as long as Jerry's still running it, I won't support him. That's why I don't support him. It's my choice not to support him. So, yeah, I understand they get paid plenty of dollars. Yeah, it, it's still, I understand why guys have to come by too, but it's the fact that they want to see what they could do, their strength and all of that. But I haven't seen the document, so I can only go by with what you're putting in the comment and respond back to it. So, um, uh, but once again, it had nothing to do with the flag. See, that's what's wrong with, with people like you, Gabe, because you stuck on the fact that he nailed and thinking it has something to do with the flag. Well, that veteran told him, well, hey, you will get more people to pay attention if you kneel. Now, Gabe, for some reason, I feel like you're one of these folks that probably drive around with American flag on the back of your vehicle and and also uh, wear American flag. You probably got some American flag draws on. That's disrespecting the flag. Matter of fact, the flag should never be laid flat. It's a lot of things you might want to check and see what's, what disrespect the flag and what Callan Kaepernick did was not disrespecting the flag. But we're not 